Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Hi, welcome to today's episode of the Practical Mystic Show. And with me, I have a delightful mystic who comes by her mysticism very authentically. She is a soul that had a purpose and knew that she was supposed to be around very specific groups of people at a very young age. And it took her some time, but she has definitely learned how to carve out the life that she wants for herself. And today with me is Reem Musa. And it's lovely to have you with us today, Reem. Thanks so much for being with us. Irinian, thank you so much for inviting me and allowing me to be your guest in your podcast. It's always wonderful and a pleasure for me. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. So originally we had you on other uh, podcasts that I produce, but one of the things was as we got deeper into our discussions off the radio, it was interesting to me how all of a sudden we started connecting in deeper and deeper ways. And I was like, oh, Reem, we <laughs> I know you've written a book. I know you're a businesswoman. You have all these accolades that are amazing, uh, but we got to get you on the Practical Mystic Show because of the spirituality that has guided you to this point in your life. So if you're okay with it, we'd love to have a little bit of backstory about how you came to be in the divinity that you now sit in. So can you give us a little background? Yes, I can. Well, uh, as you mentioned, uh, my journey was a beautiful, unexpected journey like any other journeys. Uh, my search, uh, searching for divine inside me led me into this journey i had my skeptical questions about god about divine about us about why we are here what are we doing here in this life and i just started my steps tapping and knocking into each door that i can find in front of me and sure enough Divine just took my hand and allowed me to discover myself, discover the divine that is inside me, discover the feminine energy that we carry as a woman, discover how powerful we are as a human being, as a divine being, as a woman, as a human on earth and why we are here. So the journey was such a beautiful, interesting journey. Uh, I did write about it on in my book, Not a Follower. And I did explain a lot. So I don't want to just keep repeating, you know, what I went through because it's all there. It's already outside the story. How did I start and uh, how did we come up with the app Pantageia and what is our mission now in you know on earth what are we seeking and what would we like to reach so that book not a follower was how you and i connected and one of the things i definitely wanted to talk about was once you wake up to all that you are 
once you wake up and you're like, okay, I am so much more than I have been led to believe. I am not just a human. I am a multidimensional person. How do you maintain that? Because it seems like the entire matrix is trying to keep you feeling small and tiny. And I'd love any tips or any suggestions that you have for our listeners on how to maintain that high-flying frequency that we really are, but we forget, you know, because we're human. By supporting each other. Every time you support another human being, you are allowing your vibes to be elevated and to meet divine. We are here to support each other. And why I'm saying this, it's not because it's not a theory. I've been through too many challenges and what I discovered out of my challenge is every single time I support a soul, God and divine will just elevate my vibes and take me to a completely different aware awareness and state of love. So I was, as I mentioned just before we started this podcast, I told you that, you know what, I want to this uh, retreat where I was with Dr. Joe Dispenza and I did not go by myself. What happened that I wanted to spend some time, uh, my sister and I, just to reconnect and have this uh, energy that is between us to be more bonded. And we were looking to go somewhere that it will be, you know, joyful and fun, especially now having the COVID. So we were a little bit limited. But we did. We did uh, find that Joe Dispenza has a retreat. And we we're like, okay, that cannot just be better. Let's just go and attend these and be together, supporting each other. When another lady, she talked to me and she was like, you know what, Tim, I'm not feeling very well. I was like, okay, would you like to join us to go to Dr. Joe? She was like, you know what, yes, I'm going to do it. So she did go with me. Her name is Aziz. And another uh, lady, I called her. I'm like, you know what? I think you have to be part of the crowd. Why don't you join us and be with this woman, you know, gathering at this workshop? She was able to uh, carve, uh, you know, out of her busy work and leave uh, to Dr. Joe's retreat. She came with us and... Another lady talked to me. She's like, okay, you know what? You're going, so I'm going. Here we are, five ladies going to attend Dr. Joe Dispenza, coming from different states. We did go there and thinking when I went there that I'm going there to be there for them. I'm going to support their growth, their uh, journey, and hold the space for them. And... The minute we arrived there, I was, you know, just waiting. Okay, let's enjoy their experiences. I'm going to see, you know, with all these meditations, clearing our energies, our senses. What, how are, am I going to witness their evolving? And here I am enjoying a mystical experiences myself, one after another, every single day, finding more divine inside myself. And I looked at my friends. They were just witnessing my evolving and I feel so much love inside my heart, toward them, in my heart towards them. So, and I appreciated their support. I appreciated their love. And I appreciated that they did not even feel jealous from everything I'm going through. That's when it hit me. I'm like, I'm here because of them. I'm enjoying the evolving because of them. So we did like a small prayer at the end of the retreat. And I'm like, God, allow these ladies to experience mystical experience the way I'm receiving it. 
And here they are all of a sudden, one after another, same time, they start receiving all this love inside them that they could not even stand up. They were just falling down of love from love, the love that they're experiencing. It's the divine love. It's not my love. It was divine love. And I looked at this and I'm like, wow, I learned such a beautiful, important message. Whatever I love for myself, I have to love for others. And each support that I'm enjoying, I have to give it back with another support. The more you support, the more you're going to receive. They've been supporting me and I wanted to enjoy their evolving well. So we came back from this trip having this divine inside us, this journey just expanded more and more. And we feel now that we are one. We're not five ladies who went there. We are one lady, came, one woman came back, one heart, one vibe, one love, and it is divine love. That was such an important message for me. And such a, it was a huge awareness how, how powerful we are as a woman and uh, a feminine energy that we carry inside us. One of the things that I have noticed with, with my own travels and experiences is that when women gather together, there is an energetic influence that is kind of a energy that starts moving us to places and people that we need to be. And Napoleon Hill called it the mastermind, like the the energetic influence. And of course, he had to be very careful how he said things. But women pick up on that feeling pretty quickly, and they know who they need to connect with and who they need to not connect with. And so I highly recommend for people that they carve out time in their lives for retreats. Now, you can go to something that is like what you experienced with a very um, – scheduled sort of retreat, or just make sure you get off somewhere by yourself. I, I was known to take a cabin or to go out to hotels that were near uh, ocean settings or in the mountains, just to seclude myself, just so that I could get away from the day-to-day -day strife. About every four months, I realized I had to get off by myself just so that I could recalibrate where I am. And that was a form of maintenance for me to maintain these beautiful experiences that I was having, but at the same time, still stay highly engaged with my family, with my uh, people that are in my life and my business. So you have these wonderful meditation uh, courses that you talk about where you have, you encourage people with two minute meditations and three minute meditations and stuff like that. Do you mind sharing with us a little bit the foundation that you created for yourself so that you could receive this divine love was because of the foundation that you laid through meditation. I'd like to hear a little bit more about that, please. Um, if I would tell you something, Janine, it will be loving yourself. Love yourself enough to receive. Uh, and this, this is my meditation. I will always, you know, have my, replace my hand uh, on my heart. I will breathe life. I will breathe love and I will breathe God. I will just hold it in my heart. I would feel it and I would just allow it to expand. This is when I want to do like a really quick meditation just to ground myself and to be aware of uh, life and love, not just, you know, life. Because, you know, people sometimes they will come and tell me, oh my God, life is suck. Or life is, you know, it has been so challenging. 
I'm like, if you look at life as God, you will have a completely different experiences. Just every single time, use this affirmation that life is God. And if life is God, everything that life is supporting you, whether it was challenging, it was uh, lessons, it was gifts, it was love, it's all, it, it all comes to one thing that is God. So this is the affirmation that I will always use because sometimes people, they think that they have to sit for too many minutes, you know, like maybe 10, 15, an hour just to connect with themselves. But trust me, sometimes just replacing your hands, with love, life and God, it will do you very well. But, you know, again, I have like too many tools. I cannot just explain it right now because maybe I should have started, you know, my workshops for this. But over here, I think that will do just, you know, connect with your heart. We hear that frequently in the metaphysical community that all it takes is for us to love ourselves and gives ourselves uh, permission to receive the divine love that is around us. But many people have had life experiences where it's very difficult to love themselves. And so what are some of the ways that you kind of chip away at that self-loathing that folks have? And a lot of times it's not even conscious. It's um, something that was said to them quite young and that sort of thing. So for me, it was able. I was able to go through that through meditation, <clears throat> where I would actually watch each thought as it came in, and I would reject the thoughts that did not have my highest and best good uh, with me. So anything that was negative, uh, mm -hmm. that I was talking down to myself, I would start chucking out into the mental bin, the trash bin, so to speak. But what are some uh, things that you can recommend to others who are just starting to come on this path and realizing, wow, I've been told a lot of stuff that's just downright wrong about who I am and what I am, uh, the process of clearing away the slate so that they can receive the love that is there? Um, you know, it's a long process, as you know, it's a journey. Loving yourself, it's a journey. It's not something that you say, okay, I love myself. You sleep, you wake up, you love yourself. Because you do have to shed too many uh, pieces of your ego, of uh, all the thoughts, as you said, that we carry uh, in our uh, subconscious about ourselves as a woman, as a girl, as a daughter, as a wife, as a mom. We have too many thoughts that we do carry and we're not really aware of. So, but if I would say something that can put you to start your path, it will be intention. Your intention is to start loving yourself. Your intention is to look at yourself that you are worthy. Your intention to feel that you are the woman that God created and allow it to be the portal between heaven and earth. If you start just, you know, saying these words to yourself, you will understand how powerful you are and the journey will start. It has to start and it will challenge you. It will challenge you big time. It's not going to be a fun challenge because releasing these uh, uh, thoughts, it's a matter to your ego. So you're going to start just facing your ego, basically, your yourself. And I do remember when I started this journey, I had a vision. And I had a vision while I was attending uh, uh, one of the workshops well, where I saw myself talking to myself. So Reem was talking to Reem. And, and I did mention this in my book. And Reem, one of the Reems was really crying and was crying really hard because she doesn't want the other Reem to leave her. 
So the other room, she looked at her and she was like, okay, I'm not going to leave you. And that's when I woke up and understood that my ego is still there. And I still have a journey to walk through, to understand, to respect and honor it. It wasn't, sometimes it was not fun, but of course, each time I cross the river, I look back. I'm like, okay, finally, I, you know, I moved to, I'm moving towards, you know, my loving self more now until, of course, that was like five years ago until now in this retreat, all of a sudden I saw myself again, but this time I saw myself leaving me and just heading out of the room, leaving my body. And now I knew that I allowed my ego just to leave. And this did not take one day or two days or three days. And it wasn't just about an intention. And it wasn't just about, uh, oh, I love myself. It was a work that I had to do. And I was willing to do it. I was willing to take it because I knew at the end of the tunnel, I'm going to find myself. So there isn't uh, a magic word that you can use. There isn't, uh, I will be lying to you. It's a journey that you have to take. But it starts from asking and intention. And allow it to unfold to you. Allow it to enjoy this experience. Allow to uh, look at these challenges and find your gifts out of them. This is how become who we are right now. This is how you became the beautiful author and a host of a beautiful podcast. Like Just talking to you makes me really happy. And that's because you went through the journey by loving yourself. And the same with me and the same with anyone that, you know, went through the journey. So just enjoy it and don't rush, you know, don't try to uh, arrive earlier than when you're supposed to. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the steps, enjoy the unfolding, be patient and you will get there. You will definitely get there. If there's the will, there's the way. So by setting an intention and then working through the thoughts that you have, one of the techniques that I have given to my students or anybody who was on the path is this. Uh, When you stand in front of a mirror, look into your eyes and say, I love you. And when you are able to do that, one of the things I've noticed is when I stand in front of a mirror and I look into my eyes and I say, I love you, I mean it. I love every part of myself, flaws and all, ego and all, and I start giggling because it's a grand joke. It's part of the play. It's part of the Leela, as they say, the the grand design is that We take ourselves so seriously sometimes in our journey that we miss the point of having fun. And Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to share with you, for anyone who may be listening, that the uh, journey of looking into a mirror and then saying, I love you, I've had many students of mine who've been like, okay, Janine, I got that, I'll do this. And then I meet with them a week later and I'll say, so how are you doing with the exercise? And then they just start falling apart on me and they're like, it is so hard, depending upon where they are and how far they've come on their spiritual journey as to whether or not they're able to actually work on that exercise. And so that that's why just remember you're, you're building a beautiful house, but you're building it a brick at a time. And mm-hmm. as you put each brick in, uh, you're getting better and better. And it does take practice. So are there some things that you would recommend, Reem, that is a part of a practice? You mentioned the breathing technique of putting your hand on your heart and breathing in life, 
love, and God. That's a very good technique to help center yourself and, and get you back into feeling your body. Is there anything else that you would like to recommend to our listeners? Uh, you know what? Because I, I would like just to be true with them. I don't want to tell them that, yeah, you know, do these steps. You know, when you mentioned love, you know, I love myself. I do agree. So at, it depends on where you're standing at. It tells you how uh, powerful these words can be and when you're standing in front of the mirror. But uh, personally, my challenges was more powerful uh, than just loving myself, the appearance, because I did love myself from outside. I had no issues with loving myself outside. But there are things inside us that is hidden and we do not really like to show it. Uh, let's say maybe jealousy. You know, we women, we do have these emotions towards each other. And I think this is what is keeping us away from divine. How, and it is a form of love because I love what you have. That's why you're just from me. But how can we transfer this love, this jealousy into a pure love instead of, you know, I'm just of you because you're a successful person or because you're happy or because you have a great husband. How can I allow these challenges to, to transfer it into uh, a loving challenge to enjoy it instead of, you know, being a challenge? Uh, no, I do not have any technique except surround yourself with the right people. This is very important. People that they will elevate your vibes, will support your journey and just do the work. Just allow yourself to face your challenges. Do not hide from it and do not be scared. Do not have the fear inside you. Just, you know, be there, stand in front of your challenges and allow it to unfold. It's, it's a work that they have to go through. And I do not really have any steps unless, you know, I'm with you going step by step. That's when I can help you. But I know I, I do not uh, have any for now. I don't have any answer for this except what I mentioned. And so as you move through your journey, realize that there are many wonderful people out there that are more than happy to support you. And that any time you stumble across somebody who is jealous of you or says awful things to you, realize these are not your people. That it's important that you focus in on the people who cheer for you, who, like in my case, I have little pom-poms by my desk. And when I get on Zoom meetings and somebody tells me something wonderful, like I just got my book published or I, I just finished a, a marketing deal and that sort of thing, I have those pom-poms and I cheer them on. And I... I'm so excited for them. But see, I'm a mother of four children, and I'm used to seeing each child walk their life their way. And so I celebrate uh, when a child, you know, started to walk. I celebrated when a child learned their ABCs. And sometimes I think we forget to celebrate these aspects of our lives because we see it as, well, everybody does it. Yeah, but you finally did it yourself, your way. And that's something to be celebrated. So we would never, to a child, we'd never bust on them and say, what, you're still crawling on the floor and you're not walking? Get up, you dummy. You know, we would never say something like that to a child. And that's the way the divine looks at us as we accomplish each, each aspect, as we put each brick in place into the house that we're creating on our spiritual journey, it's celebrated. It doesn't matter where everybody else is because you are being looked at with total and complete love with exactly where you are. Do you care to share with our listeners anything on your perspective, Reem? 
Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, while you were talking, I was thinking as a mom, uh, yes, we do. We always celebrate our kids, but yet we always judge ourselves at the same time. Did we do something, you know, when we do not find the the results that we were expecting from our kids, we will always blame others. Like I'm going through a challenge now with one of my daughters and it happened just after I came back from the retreat. So my husband, he was, you know, because I told you that he's, he has COVID and he is quarantined somewhere else. So he was with me on the phone and he told me, Salim, what did we do wrong? I'm like, we did not do anything wrong. What, all what we did, it was right. And we just have to honor this journey. We have to allow the journey to unfold for our kids and respect it. Don't judge yourself. We as moms, we judge ourselves way too much. And we always think that no matter what we do, there is always more to give. But as we said before, there has always to be the balance between loving myself and respecting the journey of my children as well. So uh, I don't know. I just felt that just to say this, maybe because I'm going through a challenge right now and I'm aware moms, uh, they are, uh, I don't know, their journey as, is not as easy as a woman without children. I, I feel moms, their journey are really uh, so emotional. And we have to understand, we as a mom, we do always our best for our children. We always have to honor their journey. We always have to love it. To, uh, and stop blaming ourselves for their failures. Because their failures, it's their gifts for them to reach to their destination. So just be aware of this. I just felt that I have to say it. Because we mom, we're always so hard on ourselves. I, I don't know if this is related to you, whatever you asked me, but it just came to me to talk about it. So one of the things I do want to definitely state for all those women that listen to this show that do not have children and are not moms, we understand the challenges you go through. Society puts a heavy pressure on you to be a parent. And as mothers, we would not wish that on you, especially if that is not the path you're supposed to walk. We call you warrior women. You are fighting for the betterment of humanity on a societal scale that allows women to lead a life that was inconceivable just a hundred years ago. And so we honor that path. Yes, it is difficult to be a mother in a way that is nurturing and kind. (laughs) I mean, people can be a mother and then walk away from that uh, perspective. But at the same time, also know that souls pick pick people to be with. And if you are lucky enough to be one of those women who you get to be a stepmom or you get to be kind of an adopted aunt or something like that, we understand how motherhood has many dimensions to it. So as we get ready to wrap up with this amazing retreat that you had, Reem, and this incredible divinity that you just basically had downloaded into your nervous system and fill your heart with such uh, joy and love, indescribable, indescribable love. Anything you care to share with us before we close up today? You are the woman. You have to love yourself. You do not really understand how divine is inside you. And you are here to elevate the vibration on earth. Just understand this. Be aware of it. Be aware how powerful you are as a woman. 
Mm -hmm. I think this is something that I always understood it, but now I see it even uh, in a very deeper way how powerful we are as a feminine energy. I think this is how I would like to close this this episode. Mm -hmm. And so that was Reem Musa, who is also the author of Not a Follower, and also created a business that has an app. You can learn more about her story in the show notes. And I wanted to say, and I'm Janine Bolin, and this has been the Practical Mystic Show. Keep your feet firmly on the ground, and don't ever forget to keep reaching for those stars. Have a great day. This has been the Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the eightgates.com. Thanks for listening.